Hey everybody, I'm Alex, it's February 21st and it's time for Late Night Study Sessions. Hey everybody. So tonight we're going to talk about prayer. Um, Almost everybody prays in some way or another. And uh, depending on where you are in your faith walk, you may pray a lot or you may pray... Not at all. And depending on where you're at, maybe you want some tips. Maybe you just want to hear how other people pray. But tonight I'm going to talk about some of the ways that I, uh, I like to, I like to pray and some of the things that I have found helpful and some of the things that really need to try to be avoided. So yeah, um, the first thing about prayer that I at least have found really helpful is um, consistency and schedule. If you have a time, whether it's like when you, it doesn't have to be a specific clock time, it could be when you go to bed, or it can be a specific clock time, that, that can help as well. It, so it can be an event or a time, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but when you have a specific prayer connected to a time or an event, that can help you to become really familiar with it. And it can help you have some consistency with your prayer life. And what consistency can uh, can help you with? Like, why would you want consistency? But you want consistency so that you can begin to learn how to hear God's voice. And the more you speak and you listen, the more comfortable and the more familiar you become with how God speaks to you. And God speaks to everybody in different, different ways. And, uh, another big thing with prayer is that you need to have a schedule that you can like follow. Uh, one thing that I used to do that just was insane. Like when I was younger, I I had like a twenty minute a twenty minute prayer routine routine before I went to bed, and uh, it was just way too much for where I was at in my life at the time. Like I just blitzed through it. Like twenty minutes was as fast as possible. And I, like, I didn't actually get a whole lot out of that, the, that prayer. And if you ever find yourself in that position where you're, like, rushing through a, a prayer, sometimes you need to just be able to calm down, like, slow down. But there are other times where actually it's really beneficial to actually trim down your prayer schedule a little bit. And, uh... And try to like cut it down a little bit and really focus on the prayers that you're that you're saying, even if there's fewer of them. But make sure that it can be a prayer schedule that you can say consistently and uh, that you can like do while you're really focused. And it'll grow and and like never be afraid to increase your prayer life, but only after like you you know that you're comfortable with that change now one of the most important p- 
parts of a prayer life and it's one of the least like one of the most neglected is silence and this is it's really easy when you pray when you start prayer to like fill it with just requests and sometimes thanksgivings but just like like request like asking god for things and uh, complaining to God about things. And that's that's natural. You know, everybody does that at some point. But it's really, really important that you take time every day in your prayer life to be quiet in the presence of God. Um, whether that's directly in, the pre- in His presence, like in the form of the Eucharist, or just silently in your room or in the car or something but God speaks to us in silence and you can't have a really good prayer life unless you eventually find a way to get some silence in so that you can hear what God is asking you to do Um, but that kind of leads into the next thing which is Eucharistic adoration Um, that is a absolute game as uh, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers once said game changer adoration is incredible and uh, if you can ever find a way to, to get a holy hour or something please do because being able to sit um, for an hour a week just in the presence of Jesus, it gives you a whole new light of like how God speaks to you. And if you don't, and if you don't go to adoration, find a way to to get to some. And if your parish doesn't offer Eucharistic adoration, you can still go and sit in front of the uh, in front of the tabernacle or find a church that does do 24 hour or I don't know 12 hour adoration or, or something like that most churches do at in some way um, and even if you don't start with, with an hour like just do 15 minutes a week or something like that and it will change your prayer life guaranteed Now, you'll notice that I haven't talked much about uh, reading the Bible yet. And quite honestly, that's because I haven't totally gotten it figured out yet. Uh, Reading scripture has never been something I've been very good at. I'm too Catholic to have read the Bible much. Um, That's far. Um, What I've been... But actually, recently, I've been trying to change that and... uh, it's been weird because my work is over the lunch rush, but on days that I don't work, um, and some days that I do work, I like to, whenever I'm able to sit down for lunch, or um, I like to sit down and I'll just set like a 10-minute timer, and I'll read one chapter of the Bible and uh, and just like pray in silence over that. Um, and I've found that that's been a really cool way of like starting to read scripture. But one thing that I would recommend is not to start in the Old Testament. Um, 
as many people who have read the Bible can tell you, and me, the Old Testament can get pretty dry sometimes. Uh, reading the Gospels and and St. Paul's epistles are generally a really good place to start. Uh, but, like I said, I can't tell you so much about the Bible. I still need to work on that myself. Um, yeah, but do read it. Do, do read it. Alright, everybody. Well, I... I'm losing my voice, and it is late, and I need to go to bed, so I will talk to you guys tomorrow when I do Adventures in Middle School Youth Group, Um, and until then, uh, God bless, and good luck with your homework. Good night.